what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange on The Mesh Podcast Network, a monthly conversation about startups and small business with ideas, tools, and advice to operate your business more effectively. On today's show... It's a new year, and let's get it started right with some ways you can be more productive. We'll be joined by Todd Lydon with the North Carolina Small Business Center Network. We'll share his list of top 10 apps for small business productivity, which I'm really looking forward to, although in a week or so, my kids are going back to college, and I'll still be trying to figure out how to use my new TV. (laughs) Anyway... Uh, We'll also, of course, be highlighting some small businesses of the month, which are small businesses that you should be checking out. Uh, They're interesting. We want you to check them out. Uh, I'm here. My name is Jeff Newville. I'm your co-host and director of the Small Business Center at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Muller, who is dean of the School of Business, Industry, and Technology at Catawba Valley Community College. Gary, Happy New Year. How are you doing? Jeff, I am just doing great. It's been a busy holiday, and it's been an even busier first week of January. It, it's also a very cold first oh, it's week of really January cold. Uh, for, for folks here in North Carolina, for folks up and down the East Coast, and I guess for most of our country, we're, you know, we're, we're sitting in a nice warm podcast studio courtesy of the Mesh Network, and it's nice and toasty here, but it's, it's pretty nasty outside. It is really something. Uh, I grew up in Pennsylvania, but if somebody said, well, you're used to this, I said, absolutely not. I've been here since I was 17, so I have thin blood now. Well, uh, we want to wish all of our listeners a happy new year. Hope that you had ho- uh, very good holidays. We, we, uh, we welcome you to 2018. We want to give you some good information so that uh, you can start your business, grow your business more effectively. Usually we start out with uh, an article at the beginning of the podcast, but I actually wanted to start with a grievance. I'm sorry. What did I do? You know, it's, it's, I'm sure you, you've probably done something that caused me angst, but I'm I'm sure. not, we're not going to talk about the, that okay. uh, Well, online. you beat my uh, college basketball team, so well, you should feel good. Well, my, my University of North Carolina Tar Heels also lost to Wofford over the holidays, so, so we, we won't speak too loudly. No, that's okay. And but, anyway, Wake Forest is a football school now. This is true. But my grievance, <laughs> I, 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 I have concern. I, I, you know, grievance, I don't know if it's the right word, but you know, I'm, I like pizza. I love pizza. Um, it's, it might be one of my favorite foods. And one of the largest uh, pizza providers is Domino's. And and I don't know if you I, – actually, I do know. You, you're a man that watches a lot of sports. And Absolutely. you've probably seen TV commercials mm-hmm. with Domino's where they have uh, franchise owners smashing their old stores and building new beautiful stores so that we should come in and pick up their pizzas. And, Gary, I'm scratching my head saying – Domino's Pizza, I thought that your competitive advantage, I thought the thing was that you delivered the pizza to me, but now they seem to be saying, hey, come and see our beautiful new stores. I am perplexed. I understand. I mean, it's a mixed message because that's why you order Domino's. So, Uh, you know, although if you go to the store, you can probably get it within 30 minutes now. As opposed so, to if they deliver it. So, so you know, once upon a time, and, and you and I are of that generation, you know, there, there was a time when having someone deliver your food to you was a pretty unique 
experience. You know, we, we were not accustomed yeah, it was to a that. treat. It was a treat, and, and that's what set them apart. And, mm-hmm. and perhaps they don't know what their competitive advantage is. You know, so I, I, I went online today, and uh, interestingly, uh, Domino's Pizza, this, uh, according to Credit Suisse, they upgraded Domino's Pizza and, and says that they remain one of the best retail store investment opportunities out there. And they said that earlier this week, and we were in the first week of January, and apparently that gave them a 3% uh, pop on their stock. Although it does say in this little uh, little blurb that over the last six months, their stock has been down 12%. So a little pop, it's kind of, maybe it's bouncing. Well, it's still, if it went down 12 and came back 3, it's still got some uh, bouncing yeah. up to go. That could be a dead cat bounce. Now we're getting in the investment lingo. So. Well, okay, <laughs> but but I guess I, I I guess the to me the moral of the story is uh, that uh, there may be opportunities out there for your local pizzeria who uh, wants to compete against Domino's. You know, focus on your product, make good pizza, and I'm not going to get into a rant about the quality of Domino's pizza, but um, although. I'm tempted to. But, you can do that. But, uh, you know, well, the, you have to have a good product. You well, want your competitive advantage out They took there. one of the uh, key reasons why. You, I don't think of going to Domino's to get pizza. I think about ordering it and having it delivered. You're, you're exactly right. I think that's a big deal. Well, I, I think maybe, I guess, to their credit, they, I know they've, they've been uh, big proponents of having an app and being able to order pizza online and making that process, the ordering process easy, but I'm not sure about the delivery process yeah. anymore. Can we switch gears a little bit to Papa John's? I think it's Papa John's where their owner was upset with, uh, with the NFL. You can. Uh, and I just heard it, I mean, and I've been following that because I like Papa John's pizza too, but he was upset, said his profits and sales were down because of the NFL. Well, that's what he blamed right. it on. Whether that's right or wrong. Right. Uh, and then did he leave? I, I my understanding. He, he might have been asked to leave. I don't like, think he's any longer there. Yes. The, uh, which, whether way. Yeah. Yes, yes. So yeah, I so. thought that was an interesting thing too. It's how politics and different things can really impact your business. You have to be careful what you say or what you do. That's right. Other other moral of the story, you know, don't don't screw with the NFL if you want That's to keep right. your job. You know, they you know, they might uh, they might take you out. So anyway, or, or maybe you blame it on Peyton Manning. I think well, he's I was say Peyton Manning. Motivation. That's exactly right. So maybe uh, I enjoyed their commercials. Uh, maybe we might have Peyton Manning overexposure. Who knows? <laughs> so anyway, okay, sorry. So so anyway, I just you know from a small business perspective, you want to compete against the big guys, whether you're the pizza guy competing against Domino's or you're the uh, small retailer competing against Walmart. You better find your niche. You better find your competitive advantage and and play it up. And as far as I can tell, if you're in the pizza business, Domino's is giving you some room to do that. I so, agree with you. So anyway, certainly a mixed message at best. All right. Well, that's, I I I. That's been bothering me. I'm glad. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. To I'm glad you my can chest. vent. Uh, most people vent with me. Okay. In well, my family, though. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, we all have our strengths. There you go. Well, let's welcome uh, Todd Lydon to the Entrepreneur Exchange. Todd, are you are you with us? I am definitely here. Well, thank you, uh, Todd. And, and Todd is is my colleague within the North Carolina Small Business Center Network. Todd is the director of the Small Business Center at Bladen Community College in, in uh, southeastern North Carolina. 
And he's also the regional director of the Sand Hills region of the Small Business Center Network, which is seven additional small business center. Todd, uh, how are you doing? How have your how have your holidays been? Very good. We're we're staying warm. It's uh, it's it's really cold, and uh, we got that we got that blast of snow the past couple of days. So school's been out uh, an extra two days this week. Well, I, I and and yet I imagine you're still uh, finding ways to stay busy. <laughs> of course, I've, I've been stuck at home, so my wife had a list waiting for me. There you go. Well, I'm I'm, I'm glad. You know, we're, we're, we wanted to talk about productivity, and I guess you're just living that dream. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. Well, and, and we appreciate that uh, you joining us today. And, and one of the reasons, or the main reason I invited Todd, you know, there are several reasons. He's, he's a fun and entertaining fellow. But like he, yourself. Oh, even more than me. <laughs> but he, more than most people I know, seems to really keep up to date with the apps and tools that can be very helpful to small business and startups and and uh, I follow him on Twitter and, and various uh, social media type things. And uh, he always puts a lot of interesting content out. So uh, uh, we're very, very pleased that uh, you, can, you can join us today, Todd. Well, I, I appreciate the opportunity. It was interesting when you asked me. It forced me to take something that I normally expound upon for hours and, and uh, a length of time and have to cull it down into something nice and neat. So, uh, you know, try, and even then I couldn't even really do that. I, I, I you asked me to give you a top ten, but even then I, get, I have some runners-up that I felt I had to mention at least. Well, you know, maybe, you know, if, if, you know depending on what our listeners say, we might want to bring you back for, like, you know, the, the second ten. Who knows? But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how things go. But, um, okay. you know, why don't you, you know, tell us a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, your, your role with the Small Business Center Network and, and, uh, and, and your approach to working with small business? Well, a lot of this came from uh, my, in a previous life before I was nurse. And this was, you know, around 2000 when, you know, uh, mobile phones had finally started to catch up with um, – you know, everything we're using now and the apps started to become kind of the big thing. And it really engaged me because I would see folks coming in who were trying to start a business and go, I need to do X, Y, or Z, but I got no money to do it with, of course. Or I'd be working with chamber members who wanted to do various things and did not know how to do it. So I immediately started training myself on how to do these things, partially for the chamber itself, but then also for um, the businesses that we're working with. And so that's where my kind of interest started. And from there, it's just continued. Once I, I came on board with the Small Business Center, um, it, it was a natural because most of our clients are startup or very early and definitely uh, don't have a lot of money for a lot of the different things that you can now get access to without a lot of cost or it can be what I like to use is the, the freemium model, you know, where you have that, uh, you know, get a taste for it usually at a free level. And most things have it, uh, what they, you know, the, the software as a service, the SAAS things have that kind of, you know, use something for free, we'll get you hooked. And then either as it grows or scales, you know, then you start to get into some costs. So, um, uh, that's where I, I, I kind of pinned it on for a lot of folks, because I think a lot of things, you know, you still want to tell folks if you're going to have a lot of employees or a lot of customers or clients, you got to put some money towards it usually eventually. So, um, but especially for somebody starting out, especially if it's a one person shop or somebody doing something out of their home, um, 
that's a, a ton that they really to do it with. And, and especially if it's something that they can test to see if it's what they really want to use. You know, it used to be back in the day, our only choice was uh, if you wanted to do any sort of uh, uh, anything with a computer, basically you, you either had to be an Apple or a PC. And um, now, thankfully, we're, we're out of the the platform and really it's got to be agnostic in that regard you got to be able to handle everything so so you know you're, you're sort of in the same boat uh, you, you and i do similar things that are respect to small business centers where you know we, we get folks that are walking in who are haven't started their business yet they don't have big budgets and they're trying to figure out how to get things off the ground and and we're trying to help them in a way that uh, doesn't 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 cost money or cost very little money. So that's sort of the way that you're looking at the productivity apps and, and, and the tools that, uh, that you work with. Yeah. So and, and that, that's, that, that's, that's where my assumptions lie. So when, when I put together my lists, usually um, those are my criteria. I start with somebody who's either looking at starting or has, has very little money or has, looking for affordability, that freemium level so they can try it. Maybe they like it. If they don't like it, then maybe there's another option. And then also that, that kind of agnostic thing where generally anything I'd recommend is going to be both um, Apple and, and Android and hopefully generally usually probably a browser or a web app um, so that they are on their computer, they can handle all sides of it. All right, and you know, I've not been on. Um, uh, I've not looked at the New York Times today or the Washington Post or any of the, the major media. Have you presented this top ten list to any other media outlets at this point in time, or, is, or are we our listeners going to have the opportunity to hear it first? Oh, this is this is fresh. Yes, very fresh. Awesome. All right. It's it's a. I I, I do keep a, a, a list. Like I said, I do I do this as a seminar and a webinar, um, but it's almost constantly changing. Um, but again, I generally the list is a lot longer. But like I said, I, it was interesting when you said keep it to a top ten. So I had to actually you know pick and get get selective and, mm-hmm. and go with my top recommendations for uh, for different categories it's, so it's, it's, I thought I'd, I'd do that like I said it, it was kind of funny because even then I was like ah well I got some I got some other ones that I kind of want to throw in there too just as like the second place runner up it's, it's a real Sophie's Choice dilemma eh <laughs> in some cases okay alright well yeah, we, we appreciate you sharing this with the Entrepreneur Exchange listeners uh, so so start hitting us with Todd's top 10 app list for small business productivity well, I went. I went by um, what I thought, and I've always done this with my with my my presentation by by categories of what uh, somebody, especially doing a startup, would really need. And the first one that I uh, prioritized was finance. Obviously, um, everybody's got to worry about that very first thing out of the gate, no matter what. And so, the first one I would recommend is a financial app. Um, is called Wave Apps. Wave apps. Okay. Um, actually, it's APPS. Um, it is a, a 100% free alternative to QuickBooks that, especially for somebody who's um, uh, without employees, um, would not have to pay anything because the only real cost they associate with is if you take payments or if you do payroll through their system. Otherwise, it is 100% uh, free. And, and the nice thing, 
You, and you, the nice thing I found about it is, is they've got a system where there are accountants that are using it now and using it because it's number one pretty intuitive and, and easy to teach to people but also like I said it has the apps literally the apps that um, that work with its uh, cloud-based system and you, you can do that with your mobile phone or on your laptop yes that's that's the goal here is that uh, they have a really good robust uh, web app that you can access from any browser anywhere but then you can also download on both Android and iOS um, the uh, their uh, their basic app which is mainly designed for like if you're doing invoicing on the go so if you have a client I've had this with several uh, service-based clients in particular uh, an exterminator and a uh, plumber who wanted to have you know they were just doing standard old paper invoicing and they had smartphones they said here's a great product, take a look at it and see how it works for you. And they, they really liked it because once you get in, you know, the, the hardest part of any accounting is just getting everything into the system. But once it's there, then it's easy to, uh, to, uh, to invoice and then take payments again. That's the only place where the costing is, you know, kind of standard, you know, swipe the card kind of thing. But that's the only cost and that's kind of standard like any other uh, payment system. Okay, so number one, well, I, I, and I'm not sure you're ranking these in like a, a, a specific just, order. So it, no, it, no, it's it's just by category. So that was right. that'd be my financial one, and of course, the the other one that would kind of the second place, and there's a bunch of them. The only reason I put that at the top of the list for financial is because it is 100 percent free outside of the payroll and the payments. Okay, um, but it's very competitive. With again, QuickBooks has their self-employed. Um, version of their program now that's very much more affordable than the standard uh, package. Um, but again, you're going to end up paying for it. Now, it's not expensive, but it's you know one of those things, especially if you have an account. That's what I always remind my folks, too, with finances. Once you have an accountant, you go with what they want to use, and, and you, know, you work with them as best as possible, but most of them would be happy to have something that's usable, and that's a nice thing with Wave apps that it works very well. One that I'm excited to start looking at, um, and when I was doing the uh, research for this one, there's one called Bullet HQ out of Ireland that's very comparable to Wave apps that I'm taking a look at, but that's kind of, that's a future option. We'll take a look at that one in the future. Okay. Um, but, I, but I was excited to see that one. All right. Uh, our second one would be going very much in line with finance would be payments, of course. So once you're, you know, up and running and you can, you know, uh, track all your, your clientele and, and invoice them and make sure you're getting paid, you want to be able to take payments. Um, probably my favorite right now, I've, I've used a variety of them, Stripe, PayPal, but probably the most uh, robust one is Square or Square Up, as, some, as, as they call themselves now some of the things their point of sale uh, the, the card swipers that you can you know hook into all your phones now is still probably one of the best um they're all all about, about the same so they're, they're they're all competitive in terms of that where does it has a lot of build-ins that you don't see with other pay platforms like a paypal can track your clients you could do e-gift cards through Square. So there's a, a couple of you know, inter- interesting things that you can do, do, not payments with it. 
So, so you you uh, you think Square or Square Up is uh, probably preferable at this point to Stripe or PayPal? I, I think it depends on what folks want and and you know what they're most comfortable with. They all pretty much do about the same. One of the reasons I just put Square ahead of them is, like I said, it's got some add-ons that you don't see with the other uh, processors. So, so all right. That's the only reason I put, so, it, put it slightly ahead. So, but so I like PayPal. I think, and what you're seeing is with PayPal's business side of it, they're doing a lot more to be competitive with that. Um, so you're seeing a little bit more. And the nice thing about Square Two that has a little bit of an edge versus like a PayPal is it's uh, direct to your account, whereas of course PayPal it gets deposited, then you have to redeposit it to your bank, that kind of stuff. Okay. Sounds so, good. So that so that, that that's if if you want to get the money, that's what you're going to yeah, use. Yeah, if you want the money, you got you got to find a way to collect it now. Either it's online or in person. You know, you got folks. Who, you know, like I said, I I assume uh, like I, I've got a lot of service folks who are people who are out and about. And you want to be able to take a payment on the run. You know, you go to somebody's house, you do some service. You know, you want to be able to take the credit card right then and there, and not wait to get the payment. Go ahead and get it right then and there. Okay. Um, along with that, um, I. Number third category is uh, CRM, customer relations management, mm-hmm. something that uh, a lot of small businesses don't think about fairly early on, um, especially when they're starting. But I think it's one of those things that people are finally starting to catch up with, mainly because for the longest time, most of the systems for it were onerous, um, you know, a pain, very difficult to deal with, um, justifiably so, but um, my favorite right now, and there's a wide variety of them, but the one that I like, because it is 100% free outside of taking payments again and doing payroll, in that it's kind of similar to these others, is uh, Bitrix, B-I-T-R-I-X 24. Okay. Uh, um, And the other reason I like it is it does that customer relations management where it, you know, you track your contacts, you have all the different ways you make contact with your clients, your customers. It also has a sales, a, a, a low key sales system. Um, it's not as robust as a lot of other ones, um, but it has those. Plus, it has a lot of other build ins like describing with Square where it uh, does a lot of tracking, uh, a lot of reminders, those kind of things that you want to have in a system that helps you track um, your sales funnel with clients. So if they're, you know, cold and you're trying to get them up to a, a you know, hot sales kind of performance, you know, it's something that really helps you with that. Um, and again, it's free outside of a couple of add-ons you, you could pay for, um, but most other ones, and they're, again, very comparable do pretty much the exact same thing, but um, right out of the gate, you're going to end up paying something for it. Whereas Bitrix, um, as long as you're small scale in particular, it's not going to cost you anything up front. So. And, and the way I'm spelling Bitrix is B I T R I X 24? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Um, the other thing I liked about it after testing some of the other ones is, it, is the app is active. The, Android and the iOS app are very, uh, very nice, easy to use, um, and nice kind of thing if you're on the go to have that kind of access, you know. Okay. This was this kind of goes along with this. Number four, I put generically productivity slash time or project management. Most of the time, project management is probably the, 
the, the crucial thing there. I guess time management will come in a minute, but um, for project management, I, I almost have a three-way tie because they basically all do the exact same thing. They have freemium levels, but ultimately they're all going to end up costing you because uh, there's very few that do anything for free in this this area. But Basecamp, which is one of the older ones that's been around since like 19, the late 90s, um, Basecamp's been around forever. Um, but two of the, the newer ones that have kind of served Basecamp's um, uh, market share have been Asana, A-S-A-N-A, and Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Um, they, it kind of goes to what your preferences are. I think with both of them, they're project management, so the idea is when you're sharing something with uh, clients or people you're working with, if you've got employees you're actually working with, um, it's a, a way to share the, uh, the project build as it's going along. So whether you're talking about, you know, you got straight up something like an architectural plan that you're trying to share and how it's developed over time, or if it's something like a website design that you're slowly trying to show how it's, it's going to lay out. Um, each, each one of them has their kind of, in my experience, people, people's preference for project management systems depends on what they're really looking for, how much it needs to be visual versus um, that, that more of a time management kind of thing, i.e. the project management. You know, are, are the steps getting done? Are, are the, the processes happening in a meaningful way? Um, so I guess that's where we lump these in with productivity. But those three are the ones that I think most folks would use but again most of the time they're never going to be truly freemium because once you start getting into having any number of clients and employees involved that's when the costs usually get associated with it so so are we counting those as apps four five and six or is that we just say use one of these this is for project management yeah project management that's number one of these all right And and that's such a narrow thing that i don't think most folks necessarily need that so but it's one that i make sure i include because inevitably somebody asks what about this hi i'm alan i'm chris and we're the co-host of foot candle films a movie review and film discussion show here on the mesh.tv each episode we talk about some new movies cover some film news and have some recommendations and trust us we're just as likely to talk about the latest jim jarmusch film as we are the newest transformers installment hold on don't get too crazy Uh, well okay maybe not that bad but you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.tv. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line. One that's probably more common, which is our next one, which is a little more time management. Um, I, I consider more scheduling because I do a lot of work with clients um, that have to schedule appointments. Is uh, scheduling, and my, I got two for this one. My favorite right now is Set More. S-E-T-M-O-R-E, um, which is designed for any sort of business that has appointments, um, you know, a hair salon, uh, you know, a plumber who's got to you know, have set appointment times, uh, you name it, anything like that. Setmore is pretty nice because, it um, number one, it's completely free at, at, at the freemium level, especially if you're a solo uh, entrepreneur, it really works. Um, but like I said, the nice thing was it has one of the better apps that I've seen. Unfortunately, most scheduling um, software is still browser-based. I haven't seen too many that have good um, iOS and Android apps to go with it. Um, my runner-up is a really nice web-based one um, called Schedule, which is probably the way most people think they're saying it when they when they pronounce Schedule. It's 
S-H-E-D-U-L. She Jewel, I guess, is how you, I don't know how you'd say it, but. And, and that's, um, that's S-H-E, she, B-U-L-E? Yeah, D-U, no, no E on the end, just she, D-U-L. Okay, that's the way I spell it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, <laughs> she Jewel. Um, it's, it's also very similar to Set more where it has, the nice thing I like about both of them is uh, the stuff online, which is great for setting it up and getting the client information in, but it allows for the client to input their own information um, and then to have the web-based uh, system so that you can put it up on your website, your Facebook, where people can go in and ask for the, the times that you have laid out. And then um, uh, Setmore and Schedule both have uh, email and uh, text notification reminders that you don't have to pay for, which is another crucial component. Most other systems um, I've tested and looked at, if you wanted to get into the texting, they ended up charging you for it, which makes sense, but um, when you're starting out, you don't necessarily want to have to pay for it if you don't have to. So Cool. Um, okay. Sounds good. Sounds um, economical. On a, this, a similar vein... I don't imagine too many folks at the startup stage have too many employees, but I always include employee management because eventually they may get there, and it kind of goes pretty well with the the scheduling component. Um, I guess you might might want to consider this employee management or time time schedule management, Um, but there's one really nice one called When I Work, um, which is free up to 75 employees. I mean, it's pretty robust for a small business. And it has the apps where uh, it would allow for the employees through their login on the app to uh, do schedule switching or request uh, particular uh, you know time slots, that kind of stuff. So if you have you know, your pizza joint that you're you know trying to hook up, and they have a lot of employees, they'd be able to go in there and schedule themselves. Okay, sounds good. Um, let's see where are we at. We're on seven, right? I think that was number six. You're on yep. number seven. I'm number seven. Yeah, here we go. Um, document or, well, I, I, I would say this document management, but I, I guess it's collaboration. Um, we talked about your, your preference was Evernote. My preference is Google Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, I would have to count almost everything that's in the Google suite of, of apps, which as a whole hog solution is probably one of the best things that almost any business could get. But Google Drive and the app that it has now is um, really fantastic for sharing documents, um, doing collaborative work, whether it's um, uh, you know a spreadsheet, you know, standard document, you name it. Um, it's got it all covered there pretty well. Plus, the scan option with Google Drive now means that whereas you used to have to download a separate app to scan something, it's got it built in so that if you need to quickly you know, scan a document into your drive and need to save it for later use, it can do it pretty quickly and easily. Um, one of my favorites for, um, like I said, document management or, or collaboration because then you can easily go in and share it with whoever you need to share it to. Um, I think it's fairly competitive with Dropbox, which is another very popular version, or uh, Box.net, to um, that are very comparable in terms of what they can do. Um, but Google Drive is free out of the gate, plus it has all the other things that work well with everything. It's Google. Yeah, and and I'm I'm more of a simpleton in that 
I find it so easy to use the Google stuff that I figure that the, the bad guys are going to steal it, and I can't ever remember my Dropbox password, so I figure that the bad guys can't either, so it's much safer in Dropbox. Probably, <laughs> probably not true, though, but yeah, that's how my mind works. I understand. I understand. All right. Uh, the nice thing, too, is that the kids are all, because they're Google's so integrated with a lot of schools now, um, all my kids have used Google products for years now and they, they they don't even know what microsoft is hardly so i i was actually doing that uh, that poll on my my college kids when they were home as well and they, they they seem equally comfortable at this point with google docs and 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 word excel mm-hmm. that sort of stuff too but i think uh, the the momentum the momentum is certainly going towards the google piece of it mm-hmm. so um let's see we're on number eight um this one I generically labeled marketing because everybody, you know, everybody's got to have some sort of marketing component. I've got, I, 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 I couldn't, I, th- this was a true Sophie's choice for a number one, but if there had to be a number one, I would definitely say, and I'm going to go back with Google again because um, the app in particular, although most of this can of course be done online for Google, my business is so important for anybody starting out, especially if you're a, uh, retail or location-based business, you pretty much must take control of your Google My Business listing and download the app because it allows you to control so much of the way you're going to look when you show up on Google now. Um, It used to be, you know, you make a change and it might happen sometime in the next week or two. Now changes happen pretty much immediately. And you can change so much about what goes on with that listing directly from the app, which, of course, if you got your phone, you're, you've got it right then and there. Um, there's so many different components. The two big ones that I would say that they've enacted just recently in the last about six months is direct messaging through the Google app um, or through the Google My Business app listing through a separate app that they have called Allo, which is another whole different thing. But but. Basically, it means that we're seeing more and more people who, when they do a search, find your business on Google, um, and, and you pop up on that listing, as opposed to calling you now, they can now directly text you straight through this service. And it's one of the reasons I recommend folks making sure, especially if you got a location-based business, that you, you want to have that out of the gate. Also, because they've enacted posts, which allow you to share pictures, information, um, it's them trying to be competitive with Facebook, knowing that you know they want you to be looking for your business on Google and not on Facebook, and to make sure that you're almost as robust looking and interesting right there, you know, on a listing, especially for a location-based business, because um, that's that's when you know, you know all those pizza guys you're talking about, right? To make sure there we go. That way they can get their you know they can get the the messages as quickly as possible. So you, you said that this one was a difficult choice. What uh, what 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 conflicted you? My, 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 my backup is is one that I think most people need out of the gate because most folks are not uh, graphic artists and can't afford graphic artists. Um, the the backup is called Canva. C A N V A. Um, it originally started as a a browser based. Um, I would dare say it's kind of like um, uh, Adobe Photo, uh, any of their photo stuff, but for dummies. Um, 
anybody can oh, go in there because it's got a great robust system of uh, design elements, um, layouts, the layouts for all the different social media, whether you're trying to put something on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, you name it. Um, it can make your photos look better. You can design ads. It's got all different marketing materials built into it. And the design elements outside of pictures and a couple of other ones are only a dollar a piece if you want to pay for them. But I've, in my use of it, I've never paid a dime for it. And one of the other good parts about it is you upload your own elements. So if you've got, you know, logos, um, different uh, color designs for your business, whatever it is from your website, etc., you can upload all of them. And then when you go to produce something um, for marketing materials, whether it's online or in print, you would have it accessible. And just recently, um, they had a, an iOS app, but they just finished their Android app. And it's, it's actually really nice. Um, so I highly recommend that one as a as a marketing tool for folks who are, you know, not, not, uh, not graphically design, you know, they're not, they're not good at doing that kind of stuff. So it really okay. helps with that. All right. That sounds good. All right. What else we got? Um, to go right along with that is the social media. And this is another, it's not so much of a Sophie's choice is that the, that the two best ones for managing your social media on online, whether it's web or they have great apps for it as well. Um, the two that I would recommend more than anything else are buffer app, buffer B F F E R and Hootsuite H O O T S U I T E Hootsuite. Both of those are the major, um, freemium level they have a really good freemium level for both of them to um upload your social media um, for every all the major sites um but they give you access to three of the major platforms so for most businesses if they're going to do let's say instagram facebook and twitter probably cover the gamut for most of them um that's all they probably need wouldn't cost them a dime and they can manage um there's some limitations with Buffer, but Hootsuite allows up to 30 scheduled posts at a time. So you get at, at their freemium level, so you can get a lot of posts on there, scheduled, planned, and then go manage it straight from your phone. So okay, sounds good. My last one, I actually this is an interesting one because I thought about this. This came in. Uh, I was doing this seminar one night, and somebody said, "Well, what about this?" hadn't thought about this before but for my top my last one the 10 was travel because a lot of businesses do a lot of travel whether it's locally or even um, if they've got to go across country and this isn't a sophie's choice but they're very two different apps that i think cover two different ground if you're local i highly recommend Waze, w-a-z-e which was purchased by google and it's a traffic um recognition system and it's a crowd sourced uh, traffic system so it is actually better than probably the DOT in fact um, back when the hurricane happened last year if you wanted to find which roads were still passable the best way to do it was using Waze um, and, and, and inter- interestingly I saw an article in the uh, New York Times over the holidays where some New Jersey towns were complaining about ways because during high traffic periods it was dire- redirecting traffic through their nice little towns and irritating the locals. <laughs> I can see, yeah. And that, well, that, that's the goal. Is it, it, it tried to do that. And the other reason why is, is to a certain degree for small business to advertise on it now. So that's going to become 
a separate function, but that's not the reason I'm recommending. I'm recommending it primarily for the for the travel function. <coughs> Excuse me. The other one that's it's very different um, for somebody who's doing more um, air travel is TripIt. T R I P I T. Um, it helps plan your your travel and can. You know, log your arrangements, that kind of stuff, and keep everything coalesced into one uh, package for you when you travel. Especially, you know, you're managing um, <coughs> booking a flight, the uh, the the travel once you get there, and then the hotel. Very good, uh, very good app for that. Okay. All right, you have you've given us your uh, your top ten list, and, and Todd, it sounds like you 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 sort of referred to the fact that you update your your listing on a regular basis i mean is this sort of a continual process for you it's not like uh, you you sit down every january or december and say here's the top 10 it sounds like uh, you're this is uh, something that you're monitoring throughout the year yeah I, I try to keep track of it like i said i have recommendations that i make like this uh for clients all the time in terms of what they want but um like i said i do uh, write regular presentations on and i'll talk you know, I use this kind of format with uh, different uh, uh, types, and then I'll talk about the other options outside of these top in the category, but then other options that do exist. And I, and I talked to a lot of folks, like I said, I'm assuming somebody's starting um, from scratch with, with little to no money, but then, you know, we do have folks who, who do have money, so talk about some of the paid options and where they can go from here if they're looking at scaling up to something bigger and better um, there's a lot of other options out there but these are the ones that I you, you force me to pick something I don't know I can, I can probably do it but, um, are but you? Uh, these are my, these were uh, the top ones but yeah I, I try to keep tabs and there's a couple of good websites for the newer stuff that's coming out it's always funny to me when somebody goes is there something for this and odds are there is uh, that's, I, I think you're right about that now I I, I find it pretty interesting to follow you on social media. If our listeners want to keep up with you, where should they be looking? If they just look up Todd Lydon, odds are they're going to find I tell folks whenever I do this stuff, if you can't find me on the Internet, you're not looking. Um, but, uh, I'm at uh, Twitter at, at Todd Lydon. Um, and, and Lydon is spelled uh, uh, it's T-O-D-D-L-Y-D-E-N. Yes, sir. Okay. And and uh, that's uh, I, I follow you on Twitter, and you're you're always sharing a lot of useful information out there as well. So so we encourage our folks out there to 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 be following Todd, and uh, and and he'll be updating uh, you on interesting technology updates throughout the year. Yeah. Plus, you know, he's got a witty sense of humor, which we appreciate. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So. Well, Todd, we very much appreciate you joining us today, and we, we always like to end the Entrepreneur Exchange by sharing a, a small business of the month, something interesting that we've come across. Uh, Todd, do you have anything that you would like to share with our, our listeners? Well, one that I'd share that's local, um, they've been around for a couple of years in my area, and you're seeing more of this happening in a lot of areas because of the decline of uh, print media, newspapers, that would. Um, in my area, if you're coming to my area, I would, I'd highly recommend going to bladenonline.com. Um, they've essentially become the what most places would consider like a hyper-local news source. For the, um, our newspaper uh, went to uh, twice a week publishing about 10 years ago. 
and you know really kind of knocked out and, and not only that but it's doing what so many other conglomerated uh places have done where you know there's not a lot of local actual news in the paper anymore and uh, a gentleman started this up and, and a young lady in our county picked it up from him uh, a couple years ago and you're seeing this kind of successful model in a lot of places not just in urban areas but rural areas like ours where um you know, somebody's picking up the ball, and, and it's a lot of advertising, but at the same time, they're fulfilling the function that a lot of traditional media outlets uh, used to do, but they're not doing it anymore. And they're, they're doing it all online? They're not doing any more printing, or are they still printing? This one is finally, they're actually finally starting to get into some print, but they started as, like a lot of these, just a strictly online um, outlet to produce news for the area, yeah. And, and that's uh, Bladen, B-L-A-D-E-N, online.com? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, we appreciate you sharing that one. Gary, What uh, what's your small business this month? Well, thanks, Jeff. My small business of the month is Dog Tag Bakery. And I'm sure you're not surprised that my business is related to food and or the support of uh, our military. I saw it on TV over the weekend, and it really hit me. I really think it's something that we might even be looking at our schools between the three of us. It's called Dog Tag Inc. is an innovative five-month training program that fosters the growth of driven entrepreneurial-minded wounded veterans, spouses, and caregivers through a world-class education with ample leadership development opportunities. By the end of the program, graduates have earned a certificate in business administration from Georgetown University uh, continuing studies. The curriculum serves as an introduction to business from an academic perspective, and it has seven courses, which is probably similar to some of the things that we're doing, uh, accounting, management, communication, financial management, marketing, business policy, and entrepreneurship. The cool thing about it is the Dog Tag Bakery in Georgetown provides the vehicle for classroom uh, learning in a real live business experience. And uh, the storefront, state-of-the-art bakery and kitchen, as well as classroom space. So I think the combination is really a cool thing, and it's for veterans and it's about food and bakery, which I love. So I thought that was a perfect small business for me to talk about. All right, sounds good. My small business this month, I was I was going through my uh, a recent uh, edition of Entrepreneur Magazine, and it was the end-of-the-year edition where they talk about different franchise opportunities, and, and one really caught my eye, made me think of Gary. It... Uh, we came about by two couples are having a barbecue in their backyard and and the two wives were 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 cooking and the the two fellows uh were were looking to find something to do it was mark and trish oliphant and kelly and stewart uh Josberger are their names uh so the fellows started throwing hatchets and they made a game of it and they eventually turned it into their own business called stumpy's hatchet house uh, and basically, it's. And why did you think of me? I, when I, I think of throwing hatchets and <laughs> me a lot. Okay, well, I get so, that part. So, so basically, they they st- opened up a place in Eatonton, New Jersey, which I think is near their hometown, where they have uh, eight pits for hatchet throwing, and they came up with like a target, and for twenty dollars an hour, you get to throw a hatchet at a target. 
they they actually don't serve food there, but they have delivery food options that come in. You know, maybe this even is where Domino's. Domino's if comes they still in. deliver, maybe yeah. even Domino's. Maybe they'd be close that you could walk. You in. know, or, or you can go out and bring your Domino's in. They they don't serve beer, but you can bring your own beer and alcoholic beer drinks. and hatchets. Just I know. doesn't it's, sound like a great combination. I know. That's why I thought of you. I thought oh, thank you know, beer you. and hatchets makes me think of you. And uh, they found that uh, on a on a per customer basis, they're getting about sixty one dollars between hatchet throwing and merchandise that they are selling, such as T-shirts and beer koozies and whatnot. They're opening franchises in Morris County, New Jersey, San Antonio, Texas, Austin, Texas. San Antonio, my kids, grandchildren. You you, you have grandchildren that can go through hatchets. That's right. Are there rubber and plastic hatchets? No, they're real hatchets. Oh, cool. That's just what I need for my kids. So if you are interested in a franchise or want to learn more about Stumpy's Hatchet House, (laughs) check them out at stumpyshh.com. And, you know, they're interested in it's like a low overhead franchise, you know, and and I'm just thinking about this area, Gary. I think that it would be a big hit in our area. So let's let's think about that. Big hit or a big jab. uh, I mean, I think, Jeff, even though it's very early, that could be the small business of the year. Could be. Well, yeah, it's you know, we started we set a bar high here in January. So good for us. If you've got a suggestion for our Entrepreneur Exchange Small Business of the Month, email them to us at eexchange at themesh.tv. And if we choose your small business and, and use it, we'll send you uh, one of our Entrepreneur Exchange prize packs. We want to thank Todd Lydon with the North Carolina Small Business Center Network and the Small Business Center Director at Bladen Community College for joining us. Thank you so much, Todd, for your time and for putting our list together. Thanks, Todd. Thank you for having me. You can follow Todd on Twitter at, at Todd Lydon, so we encourage you to do that. We want to thank the Mesh for hosting us. You can download the podcast and this podcast and many other interesting podcasts at themesh.tv or you can subscribe at iTunes, the iTunes.store. I don't know if it's a dot store. We'll call it the iTunes store today. Okay. So anyway, we, uh, we hope everyone had good holidays and we look forward to talking with you again next month. And I want to thank the Mesh for having good heat. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.